Hey friends, here we are, episode two. Woohoo! We pushed on through. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we don't want to be one and done. So we're gonna keep going here. Kind of keep it intriguing and full of fun. So um yeah, so today we want to talk about our um one of the things we want to talk about are our favorite vacations or vacation spots since we are in summer and some of the foods that remind us of our favorite vacation spots that we want to indulge in. So yeah, Tracy, what are your feelings? Uh, my feelings are that we're in episode two and I'm already needing to apologize. Because I, I realized on our last episode, like three quarters through, I sounded like I took a deep dive into a large toilet and never crawled out. I just really want to apologize to everyone for that. And we decided not to flush that episode. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to go with it. It's a lot of work. And I realized, you know, when your brain is only focused on fun, like technology is hard. So we're now accepting resumes. We're accepting resumes for volunteer (laughs) techie people. We need some engineers. Even though I'm married to one. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, I am thrilled about this episode because, again, we're raising vibrations. And who does not have their favorite vacation? We all love that, that anticipation of looking forward to your time away from it all, from home, from work, from the daily grind. And I am just thrilled to talk about this place that I've been to. And I know Amy has a place in her heart that she just wants to maybe even live there part-time someday. But um, I am really appreciating the Amy, what you're drinking. I'll tell you that. Well, it's my favorite drink as we come to Mai Tai and the original Mai Tai which does not have pineapple juice, according to the legend. It is simply some two, two, di- two different kinds of rums, white and dark, uh, orange curacao, some orgite, lime juice, and it's fantastic. So simple, so good. And I think the, um, you know, I think Trader Vic is accredited with having the original, mm-hmm. but I think it was um, like Don the Beachcomber or something like that. Um, I have to look that up here. Don Don Beach. Yeah, Don the Beachcomber Bar. That's what it was. And they wanted to experiment with rums and using good quality rums and making simple flavors together. And let's not complicate it, but I, I don't know where the pineapple juice came in, but it's not my favorite because my favorite place to go for that traditional beach is Hawaii and all the islands are fabulous. I haven't been to them all yet, but um, my husband has. And some of the ones I've been to so far, they're amazing. The vibe is amazing. And um, I look forward to having a Mai Tai, but I'm in search for the perfect Mai Tai. And there's only a few places that actually make it without pineapple juice. I'll tell you, I've been to one of those places. Oh yeah. Trader Vicks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that in California? 
Yep. Yeah. Um, Oakland area. And it's a beautiful location because it's right on the water. Perfect. And it, it's got that like Tahitian vibe decor. And, you know, I mean, I'm, you can get drinks that are like out of big old coconut looking things. And you just, you feel like you're on vacation when you're there. And the day that we were there, we totally lucked out with this awesome band who was playing that theme type of a music, you know, ho like Hawaiian. Not sure if I know what Tahitian music sounds like. But it was... I think it's a lot of drums and, um, you know, that real um, ukulele guitar sound. Okay. There might have been some Tahitian vibes in yeah. there. But it was it was just like, God, just good times. And you felt like you were lost somewhere for a minute and drinking your Trader Vic's Mai Tai. And um, this this definitely takes me back there. So so good job, Amy, for uh, for doing it as the original recipe. And I love it. And I I love putting the umbrella in at the bar, just making it from scratch and enjoying the process and the reward is so good when it's done. And um, talk about Trader Vic's. We love going to Duke's um, on Oahu and Waikiki. And it is amazing. I mean, just the vibe there is so great. And they put it in a little tiki glass. So it's so cute. I think we're going to buy some. I think you can buy some from Duke's in Waikiki. I think we should have that just to kind of make it really authentic at the um, bar 1214 here. So we'll, I'll post the uh, recipe and a picture. Oops. And Tracy's showing it. <laughs> Did I just hit the, no, I just caught some air. She likes it a lot, <laughs> which is really, really good. And they kind of hit you because one tastes like two mm -hmm. and two tastes like more. And after that, you don't know how many, but. Um, and yeah. my dress is coming off. <laughs> <laughs> and we're wearing grass skirts and coconut cups <laughs> and just, you know, going to do the hula soon. But um, yeah, but I want to talk about Hawaii real quick too, just because it's special. And I didn't know until I got there. I thought it was like every other tropical place. Actually, urch, urch, urch. We have to talk about what, I'm, what we're eating. Oh, yes. Drinks. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you're going to go to the Mai Tai in Hawaii to the salsa in Mexico. Damn it. That's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go. Well, we can go to the salsa because it's, it's like, I can't wait to try it. It's so good. So should we just dive in? Let's just dive in too. Tracy. Okay, so Tracy, what you eating? Wow, Amy, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> this is a salsa with a twist. As, as someone who, I think I sound like I got lost in the toilet bowl again. As someone who loves Mexican food, anything spicy, um, gimme jalapenos, this also brings in the Hawaiian flair with pineapples, hey. not to be confused with a beverage. And I got some fresh pineapples, some Roma tomatoes, cilantro, jalapenos, red onion, and I think, oh, fresh lime, uh, salt, pepper, and then I just did a little couple gloops of this delicious green chili habanero salsa that actually we bought uh on 
our Mexican trip, but you can also get it in the stores here. And so it's, it's so delicious because it's got that sweetness with a kick and you can make it as spicy or mild as you want. And um, I took it back a notch just for safety sake. And there's only two jalapenos in here. How do you think? I'm so sorry. This is really good. <laughs> so you'll notice on our first episode, I played it safe and I'm like, I didn't want to lose listeners from celery, so I brought bread. But today I'm just hoping for the best because it's like you have to dunk sweet potato chips in with this because you've got the sweetness and the then you've got the pineapple and then the kick of jalapeno and cilantro. It is so good. My new favorite salsa by far because I have been a Sadie's person since I married my husband and he's from New Mexico and I love Sadie's salsa. However, Tracy's salsa is outstanding and we will post the recipe for the Mai Tai original Mai Tai and for this um on Instagram so you have to check it out with the pictures and everything so it'll be wonderful to try and a hit at any party if you freeze framed my face right now it would look like a codfish because I am so drop jawed and Amy just said that my salsa is better than Sadie's from New Mexico I'm gonna say number one than sweet category okay sweet salsa. yeah because yeah. if you want the traditional tortilla chips and right. salsa gotta go sadie's sadie's by far and then um this is going to be your take you to vacation tropical isle indulgence and it pairs so well with the mai tai perfect for summer mm -hmm. absolutely well, and it, it makes a big batch and i didn't even use the full recipe and um, I do have to give a shout out to Miss Megan Hill of culinaryhill.com, which is where the recipe comes from. And um, there was a guy that actually created this recipe and she has no idea who he is or where this recipe came from. But so many people have, like, it's a five-star recipe on her website. Wow. And, I give it five and it, stars. It, it does make a big batch and... So what's nice is that you can serve it at a party, but then you have leftovers and, ooh, hey, maybe it's Taco Tuesday right after that. So this will be so good on tacos, on a salad. Mm. It would really jazz up a salad because it's got juiciness to it. And note to um, fellow makers of this, one, you cannot be in a hurry with making this salsa. You will chop off a finger because... There's a lot of meditative chopping happening. You have to chop everything into little pieces and you have to take the guts out of the tomatoes because we don't want tomato guts in this salsa. We want pineapple juice mm. and the flavors of the cilantro. And there's a lot of chopping. And then um, two, I don't remember what number two was. <laughs> you know who number two works for. <laughs> <laughs> we love awesome powers anyway but um but yeah no i mean this is beautifully put together and the the colors are outstanding too i mean it's just vibrant oh, it's so it makes pretty. you want to dip right in it's absolutely so yeah so we we like this and i got my recipe and a little bit of history from liquor.com for the mai tai and i will throw up the um brand names that i use for the alcohol as well I'm raising my hand. 
Um, I, I do want to give a fun little FYI that uh, one of my besties' mother is one degree of separation from Trader Vic's. Like, that's such a big deal. She met his son the same night that she met her husband. Wow. In San Francisco at another, like, famous restaurant that he owned. That's so cool. That's awesome. You never know. know. You just never know. And he, it, I guess, I'm assuming, I don't know if he was maybe in his 20s at the time. But the guy that she met, the son, um, ended up being the president of Trader Vic's. And um, I just love that I've actually been able to go to that restaurant. And if you guys are in the Bay Area, definitely look up Trader Vic's and just go have an experience there. Absolutely. And never test it up for three. And what? And am I tired or three? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, so Amy, um, let's, you know, since we're in the vacation vibes here with our umbrella, like we have legit umbrella drinks right now and our pineapple salsa, it's, it's BK mode and it's Friday. And so uh, why don't you just dive in and tell us about your favorite places to go to? Okay, so my favorite beach place is Hawaii. And just because, like I said before, it is a total vibe. It is, you can go to lots of beautiful tropical places and there are so many in the world and I haven't been to them all yet. So right now I'm putting Hawaii as for the vibe and the beauty. It's just right off when you get off the plane, when you fly into Honolulu, if that's where you go, most people go there first. And the open airport and the sounds and the smells and it's just an amazing feeling when you get off the plane that we're, you're in paradise. And the one thing you see right away is, are the rainbows. They're huge. They're very uh, thick bands of color. Just absolutely amazing. It just makes me go, oh, wow, I'm here. And, and it's, it's worth the long trip there, unless you're in California or on a different island and take some hour to get somewhere else. But, um, you know, you get there. The first thing I do is go to the beach. Of course you do. So just go. And then watch the sway of the palm trees and listen to the ocean. Um, take in all the colors that are all around you. Because the ocean is outstanding. In, I'll stand for my word of the day, apparently. The ocean has such magnificent colors from this blue that is almost from dark navy to the light crystal aquamarine. And it's just draws you in. So the one thing you just want to walk right into the water if it's still daytime when you get there. And um, the one thing is too, is um, the locals are very nice or very kind. Or if I found them very kind, I'm sure there's some that say, welcome to Hawaii, now go home. You know, it's okay. And, um, but we just have to respect it and take time to learn the history. Um, we went to the Big Island and learned about King Kamehameha III, I believe it was, and went to Hulihi Palace and learned all the history in more of a modern time, not just the historic times from ages ago. But um, when you know better, you do better. And that's one of the things about raising the vibrations is that when you get to a place, just do as they do. You're not dressing up. They don't dress up in Hawaii, t-shirt and shorts which is fantastic because you got your bathing suit underneath 
And if you're going to a nice dinner later, fantastic. But don't come in with, you know, these expensive clothes and try to be something different than what's surrounding you. Just be chill and kind and just kind of follow the rules. If they tell you not to do something, then you don't do it. To do something, you do it. Um, make sure that you're wearing the sunscreen that doesn't hurt the ocean life if you're going to the ocean. And they will, like Hanama Bay, will let you trade your um, suntan lotion in mm -hmm. for the suntan lotion that's um, kind to the ocean and to the ocean life that's in there. So little tidbits like that. Whatever they tell you to do, pick up after yourself, get to know people, be kind, and just enjoy the surroundings of paradise because there is nothing like it. And I haven't been to Fiji. I haven't been to Maldives or Bora Bora yet. But Hawaii just has something special. And I love the people and the history behind it. And it's gorgeous. And each island's different, the ones that I've been to so far. And um, I love the big island. So diverse from what, like Seattle to Hawaii to um, Colorado looking, like Mauna Kea, hmm. when you go up to Mauna Kea and go up to the observatory right in the middle there. Um, you go to Volcano National Park, um, just the green sand, the black sand. And on the Big Island, if you go down to where the green sand is, at the very southern tip, there's the most southern tip of the United States. So it's worth oh, driving cool. down there. Yeah, so it's really, really cool to go see all that. It might be raining, but that's okay. Um, to go to Jagger, Jagger Crater, at Volcano National Park and Mark Twain used to spend some time there and go up north and it's kind of like the I don't know the Connecticut of of Hawaii I don't know how to describe it but it's really really neat and very very diverse I really like it and just like Oahu and Kailua Beach has grabbed my heart on the east side of Oahu velvety sand and that aquamarine blue perfect color waves to go play in so it's just amazing um just and it's wonderful all good snorkeling places. right no matter where you are yeah really good snorkeling if it's not a high wave high windy day but Hanama Bay is wonderful Tur go see the turtles on the um west side of Oahu there's so many good places and on the big island uh two-step is one of the best places I think it's one of the top 10 in the world to go to so go to two-step mm. I think it's uh near Captain Cook and it's just a wonderful place. So yeah, so I think, um, you know, the one thing you do is you hang out with people, get the Mai Tai deals, walk back to your hotel drunk and have laughter and good times, take lots of pictures because it's a long trip. You don't know when you're gonna get back. There are never too many pictures to take. Take them all, sort through them, but you'll never regret taking those pictures. I, I mean, there's always those epic sunset pictures of Hawaii mm -hmm. and that you know that's those are pictures that you print up and frame and put in your house because absolutely that is something that just takes your breath away every time you walk into a room it makes you happy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. too many drunk nights my oh my gosh we were there in October <laughs> holy cow those Mai Tais go down and, and when you're appreciative to the bartenders they give you more and <laughs> so all of a sudden you're holding your shoes and and trying to walk in a straight line back to your hotel. And luckily most people want to help you or they just 
walk around you. So it's a good, it's a good time anyway. So I can always tell when Amy's had a few because her voice gets actually really high. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I should drink more because my voice is so low. Maybe I should have like 14 pictures. <laughs> so you sound like, oh, Amy's been out. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> so okay question and and this is this is embarrassing so uh, you know I was a flight attendant for almost 10 years between two airlines and I've never been to Hawaii confession, confession booth Friday um someday someday and I can I cannot wait to go um I've never seen a turtle I can't wait to see a sea turtle dolphins Dolphins! Oh my God! Mongoose yes. on the on the land. I don't and even know what that is. A like bird? A, it, no, that's a like a big ferret, like Ricky Ticky Tabby. Oh my gosh! The mongoose. Yeah, so mongoose are on the island. The wild chickens, the cranes, the the beautiful birds, and the sounds. I mean, the sounds these birds make. It's like wow. And then there's tree frogs that sound oh. like birds. Blame it on the tree frogs, sure. Yep, but they're <laughs> but it's fun to listen to them. Doesn't matter. So it's like everything you're just taking it all in and I'm sure there's other things you don't want to see like maybe gigantic spiders or something I don't know but I've never seen them so I yeah I've never heard anyone be like oh my god I went to paradise and then there were spiders yeah so I don't know there could be but there's um wild pigs wild goats mm -hmm. um I can't think of all the animals that are on what's there, um what's the minimum amount of time you want to schedule for Hawaii 10 days because oh, it's a day in yeah. a day out and you okay. want to spend some time. And their national bird is called the Nene bird. But when you see the Nene bird on the Big Island, mostly, um, they usually have little bands on them, and they're protected more. And oh, so okay. um, don't go near them. You stop the Nene bird. But get out and take some pictures. Stay, stay at a distance. Use your long lens. Don't be silly like some people are in Colorado going up to the elk. But... Um, yeah, just go, just go check out the birds and stay stay your distance and take a good camera. You know, I mean, I know the iPhones do some great jobs and some other Galaxy phones, and I apologize for all the other ones out there, but um, take take another good camera just because, again, how many times are you going to get there? Mm -hmm. You may not get there a lot. It's a long flight. Get And if you want good photos that you want to hang on the wall, get a good camera. And you can usually rent them, too. So if you can't take one with you, find a place where we'll rent some cameras, rent a camera, and go from there. And yeah. I'm sure with Hawaii, you can do the resort experience, you can do the hotel experience, you can do even like VRBO, mm -hmm. or they probably have Airbnb. it all. Yep. Yeah, and you can you can move around. You don't have to stay in one place if you don't want to. And it's only a couple hundred bucks to fly from one island to the other. So why not, while you're there, experience another place? So take time to plan it out, you know, maybe two islands at a time while you're there. But it's, it, I would definitely give it 10 days. Two weeks would be better in Hawaii. You just kind of get there. Then you have to turn around and go, go home. But I'd say, even if you had a day, oh, my gosh, just enjoy it. It's amazing. Yeah. I so. have another bite of salsa. It's really good. It's really good. And we have a little pinata here too, because now um, after Tracy is uh, done with her sweet potato chips and her pineapple salsa, 
we're going to talk about her favorite place. That's why I love you, Amy. You're always so full of surprises. Thank, Thank you, you so much for my little pony pinata. I didn't even know there were pinatas. That's time. an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Donkeys. And there's something actually in it. There's some vegan candy in there. Stop. Yes. Oh, I, I of course. feel really guilty Why? breaking this ass. You don't have to. You can just open his ass up. Oh, just like a pin, just like a piggy bank. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, like under the tail. No. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Make a hole. Make him poop out the candy. Oh, lift here. Oh, like yeah. they're getting so like like you can cheat with pinatas. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god, and they're like high end candies. It's not like <laughs> gumballs and jelly beans. Oh yeah. It's a good Thank stuff. Thank you. Oh, I'm I'm gonna keep that at work and just <laughs> dive in. Just, yeah, sneak food out of my ass. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your food? In my ass. <laughs> Where's your ass? On my desk. It's called ass candy. <laughs> Best candy ever. Okay, so do you want to hear about my favorite vacation, of Amy? I I see, and here's the thing, like I honestly struggle with the thought of going to Hawaii because I want to go to this place forever and ever. Amen. And I want to go there too. So we have to make a plan. We go to your favorite place and then we're going to go to Hawaii sometime. Okay. Yeah. And, and this, this, this place really is a location where I feel like the more the merrier. Um, for those of you who are big fans of Mexico, this is called Ashkaret. You fly directly into Cancun. It's in the Riviera Maya. And it was established in 1990 by Miguel Quintana Pali. And it's, it's Mayan. So it's spelled X-C-A-R-E-T. And this, this place, it's like a hidden gem, I feel like, from Americans. Um, Ashkaret, you can make me your U.S. ambassador if you would like to, <laughs> because I feel like I secretly have the biggest love for your resort ever. <laughs> and I'm just telling all of these wonderful listeners about you. I didn't know about it. Google found it for me. And because my sweetie is someone who's like, vacation means we're going to go on adventures and we're going to do something every day and... I don't have to be that person. I, you know, I can lounge on a beach and I can just relax and, and eat and drink. And, and <laughs> I don't need a lot to do on vacation because I feel like I do a lot at home. So this, this place meshes the best of both worlds. It's adult Disneyland and it's called Ashkaret Hotel Mexico. And it's, Literally, they call themselves all fun inclusive. But, and the beautiful thing is that it covers everything. So yes, you are paying a little more to go here, but you, you save up your money and you just show up and they take care of everything. I'm talking transportation to and from the airport to all nine parks that are included in your ticket. There's 10 restaurants on site. There's lagoons that you can swim in. And there's nightly entertainment. There's dinner theater. 
There's a beach on the other side. There's bars every which way you turn. And this is literally a place, I'm not kidding, like you can get lost in. Legit, you just go walking at night and there's floating bridges and there's lights and there's so much foliage. And what I really love about Ashkara is that they, they, um, they're environmentalists and they support the local economy. Um, they have actually received awards for best park in the world 2018. You heard that? The world. 1992. Uh, they were awarded by, or no, in 1992, they started a species conservation program. So that's two years after they opened. And so they're supporting local flora, endangered species. They're sheltered for injured animals. They take in injured manatees for one. Oh, that's awesome. They, um, they have, at Eshkaret Park, they have a wonderful aviary and butterfly pavilion. Um, I mean, we, we got to see tiny baby macaws. So they've, they've been supporting the macaw population and flamingo population. And thanks to them, the macaws are um, doing very well right now. And we saw baby macaws that were a day old. I mean, it was the most amazing, <laughs> the most amazing thing. And they, I also love them because they build around nature. They don't say, tear down, we're going to build our big resort. And who cares? Because money's more important than those dang trees. No, if like if they... There are paths in the resort, and you will go around this tree, or the tree will be in the middle. Um, if they need to, they will replant a piece of fauna that, you know, they just, they don't destroy it. I absolutely love and respect that. They hire only locals. All of the clothing of their employees are made by locals. Um their decor around the resort is made by um, Mexican artisans. You even get gifts in your bedroom every night with homemade baskets made by women from Mexico, and it has local candies in it. Um, God, I just can't go. I can't go on and on enough. Um, they are also reforesting um, a large population of Cancun area and then there's a Cozumel island that's naturally protected that they're reforesting. Um, I love this place so much that I literally spray uh, their room spray on my body as a perfume. <laughs> Here's another confession Friday. And actually you're right because I like coconut and lime spray and I will spray that and it just takes you right to Hawaii. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with you. So as you walk into this resort, it's an open air um, lobby area. They greet you with like ice uh, pallets, you know, the ice cream um, pops, like mm -hmm. locally made popsicles. They give you a wet towel because you're a tourist who can't handle that heat and humidity. And then they offer, like they take you away and they offer you a drink and they sit down with you and tell you everything that you have available at your fingertips. And this place smells amazing. It, every, like in the lobby, in your room, your bags come home smelling like it. And I am so glad that uh, my sweetie found the smell of Eshkaret in the boutique. Um, by the way, it's Kopali. 
because there's several smells. It's the pink bottle. It's expensive, but by God, it is so worth it. And <laughs> uh, like, so my sweetie and I went with um, one of my BFFs and her hubby. And every time I wear it, she comes up to me and she's like, oh my God, you smell like Ashkodesh. <laughs> You're wearing it. And, um, you know, I try to wear it on my clothes because I don't know what's in it. <laughs> it's a room spray. But if you go to Ashkara, you will know what I am talking about. And they now have um, Hotel Arte, which is right next door to um, Hotel Mexico. And it's an adult only. So it's 18 and up who can only stay there. And it's centered around art. So everywhere you go, it's a museum and you can do actual activities of local artisans at the resort. But I think they kind of like share the space because there's a nightclub at Hotel Arte. Hmm. And uh, we stayed in an adult only building. So, you know, if you're honeymooning, that's a great way to go. And you kind of get VIP access. So I can't get in. No, we would put you on the other end, but we'll come visit. We'll hang out. (laughs) (laughs) 14 forever. There's Amy in the kid pool. <laughs> I'm the big white schwan. <laughs> but, you know, also, um, I, I, I do want to add in just one more really quick. Um, it, this was before Ashkarat. My favorite vacation was Holistic Holiday at Sea. And with us being a podcast that brings in some plant-based nutrition conversation, and lifestyle talk. Um, Holistic Holiday was the perfect introduction for me when I was veg curious. And I highly recommend anyone who is interested in plant-based nutrition and health aspects, environmentalism, to look into holistichollidayatsea.com. It's a voyage to wellness, as they consider it. You're always going in the Caribbean um, it's like an eight-day-ish cruise, maybe more. But you are traveling with the world's top doctors, authors, chefs, uh, personal trainers, and authors, if I haven't said that yet. So you are having dinner with these people, and you're going to classes throughout the day. And then, you know, in the evening, you're dancing all night with your friends. You're having wonderful food. It's gourmet, plant-based food. Um, and then you're also visiting the Caribbean. So really, what more can you ask for? And I think people are so curious now when we've seen this influx of people who want to learn about plant-based eating. Yeah. And people don't know it again. And it's so much more than salad. And it's wonderful textures and flavors and things you never thought of because you're saying, okay, I'm going to take away the meat aspect and the dairy aspect of my life. So what do I have left, Right wow, like 70,000 options. And I'm sure every single one of those chefs are exploring the senses and and putting these things together that taste perfectly that you never would have thought of. And I never would have thought of a lot of things before I went vegan and Mm -hmm. Mm plant-based. So it was like, wow, there's so much you could do and making small changes to things. It's like a lateral jump. So yeah. many good things and things I never would have thought of. And, and thinking, gosh, I'm on vacation. I've started it in mainland. I go on vacation and there it is. I can, I can continue and then I can learn from other people and, and make good friendships and take it home with me to 
practice and and become a healthier individual. Yeah, and maybe you bring home a husband like my yeah, BFF. Like did, <laughs> which is you know awesome because when I met my husband, the Dominican, I didn't know he was going to be my husband. So you, you never were on know. vacation. Too. I was on vacation. <laughs> So yeah, you never know who you're going to be on a vacation. So it's always a good thing. Oh, oh yeah. And when you go to Eshkoret Hotel Mexico, there's an all vegan restaurant. And I tell you what, it is the best restaurant I've ever been to. One, it's in caves, like caves. They didn't just make a cave. It's a real cave. And it, it they're, but they're open air, and it's so it's not dark and creepy, and there's no spelunking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wear helmets and lights on top. I just made that sound really. And, and you forge with axe, you know, our pickaxes, and and yeah. find a way to sit on a table. And... <laughs> Who goes down first? Head first. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast is served. No, it's it's. We went there every morning. Um, homemade, fresh juices, uh, wellness shots, smoothies, acai bowls. Uh, oh my god avocado toast every, you know all of the traditional mexican meals made vegan you're overlooking water like your your table sits there in this open air cave and there's water and there's people paddle boarding nearby and there's fish swimming in the water and um chef miguel is the guy who runs bio and he's so sweet and i i'm they are actually moving towards having it as um a vegan dinner as well, which is very exciting, but I could not wait to wake up and go have, you can have breakfast and lunch at Bio, and I mean, you can have dessert, you know, like your muffins and your pastries, and they're all homemade right there. It is just unbelievable. That's amazing. I love how the world is changing too, oh, yeah. and, and changing to kindness and thinking, how can we do things better, mm -hmm. and how can we not make any being suffer and it's yeah. not again it's just you know it's just one of those things where when you learn it it's amazing and why not try some plant foods there and are you can so do many it as one plants. of the fastest strongest person on earth yeah yeah absolutely you don't have to worry about your you know oh my gosh am I not gonna be muscular you know mm -hmm. am I gonna lose my health by going vegan heck no you're gonna it's gonna be opposite absolutely what you never expected yeah faster gains and um, mental clarity and just yeah. better all everything, blood work, the whole nine yards. Oh, you have to do the right things. I mean, there are some right. foods that are not healthy that you could indulge in. And most people tend to go, well, what's, what's the next step? But you know, however you get there is how you get there. But we have some great recipes in the future coming along mm -hmm. to help you with that for people to say, oh my gosh, I can't give up cheese. Well, guess what? Next week, we're going to bust out some Miyoko's oh, and some bio life and probably some follow your heart. We're just going to, we're just going to bust out maybe some charcuterie, maybe some Chardonnay, maybe a pear martini um, to kind of keep going with our um, summer theme right now, since we're in summer and kind of enjoying this warm weather. And I indulge every day. And maybe that's why we like warm vacations because when the summer gets here, all we want is warm summer fun. Mm -hmm. And I just want to absorb every minute of every day that we have with the summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're lucky to be in a state with so much sunshine so yes. that we can enjoy our patios and our friendships. And, you know, and this, this salsa is, is so healthy. 
it's so good for you mm -hmm. and there's there's nothing creamy in it there's there's no zero cholesterol tons of fiber it's pineapple is good for digestion and, and you could use um you could slice up some cucumber oh yeah and dip this with cucumber i mean you don't jicama. have to use jicama. absolutely you don't have to use um sweet potato chips but you could make your own Mm -hmm. very easily whatever you want to do um yeah. it's just wonderful to think gosh i'm eating healthy and these flavors are so good and i'm not missing out on anything yeah hey i have an idea okay um carrying on with our listeners what if we have them send us voice memos of their favorite vacation yeah we would love to hear that because I'm, I'm always up for the next best place, although I don't know if you can be desperate, but I'm willing well, for the challenge. <laughs> okay, so, so if I have to go somewhere else, let's go to Paris, and we can talk about that, and maybe we'll have some Parisian things um, in a later episode, and that's, Paris captured my heart, too, and I just love everything French, so it's... I had 24 hours in Paris as a flight attendant, um, I'll meet you at Ashkaret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if you do Paris right, and there's, right. there's ways to do it everywhere, oh, you know? Sure. I mean, I'm sure there's places in Hawaii where I don't want to go down that street. Every city, every town has that, like, oh. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think let's take away the good things from the places and oh, yeah. um, celebrate everybody's history. And, yeah, so Paris is a nice place. And maybe it's the Côte d'Azur. You know, we go down well, yes, to the you... southern tip of France. Oh, see, that's, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's where the palm trees are there. Mm -hmm. And we could be naked on the beach. Yeah. Hey, raise and your hand drunk. if you're doing Duolingo. Woohoo! Duolingo! Amy's taking her French classes. I'm taking Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have another uh, my time? <laughs> my time. <laughs> I'll speak Mexican. <laughs> Um, I am taking Spanish because I love the language. I just have to learn how to be <laughs> proper etiquette. And so I am. I have asked uh, my sweetie if we can go back to Ashkaret, and he gave me the green light. Um, it is a little more expensive now, um, but we went like during the pandemic, so it makes sense. Flights are bonkers right now. Oh, nuts. But um, I, the anticipation factor is just so awesome for me. So I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, if we actually make that happen. And um, I can't, like, if you guys have, listeners have been to Ashkara and you've had an amazing experience, you know, tell us, tell us about it. Or tell us other places where you're like, I've been to Ashkara, but listen to this place. And uh, we will, we'll put those in our, our next podcast. So Thanks for just kind of escaping for a little bit with us here and let us know if you, if you make the salsa and a Mai Tai and uh, we will cheers to summertime getaways. That always feels like summertime. <laughs> yes. Keep summer around all year long. Why not? Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.